what it is, RJLA family. I am Angela Birdsong, your conversation piece host on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call at radiojustice.org, where something new or unusual to talk about for stimulating conversation for you while staying safe at home or masked on the bus, train, plane, or social distancing in line. Today on Conversation Peace, meet Larry Williams, a former gang member who is now the founder of Next to Get, where they empower students to push through to succeed. And later, meet one of his students, Daylon, who is next to get his success and greatness. But first, here is the tip of the day about the number two in Next to Get from my guest, Larry Williams, before one of his speaking engagements. Welcome to Conversation Peace. Tuesday's tip of the day. My name is Larry Williams. I truly believe success is different for everyone, but everyone can be next to get theirs. Let's go. Bam. I'm speaking at a continuation schools. So if y'all don't know what continuation schools are, it's a, a school where they send people that are, are kids. I'm just not people, but kids that, you know, aren't doing right, doing bad and, you know, acting bad or whatever the case may be. So I was one of them kids. Um, and so I'm here today, uh, you know, hopefully to speak life. Not hopefully, I'm here today to speak life and, uh, and empower them, you know, that they can be next to get their success. Um, like I said, I, I truly believe success is different for everyone, but everyone can be next to get there. So, you know, speaking life to them and changing their mindset so that they have no regrets is what, you know, my passion, my purpose is. So, um, so I'm excited about that. And uh, so now I'm breaking down two. Two is to gain, to earn, to obtain to get and to do that you got to take action so two is you plus the action you need to take that's two that's it you know uh, my friend Javon who uh, got me to speak at these schools she's been asking me we've been talking about it right coming here to speak at these schools I'm speaking at one in Hawthorne and I'm speaking at one in Compton right we've been talking about it and we could keep talking about it but we had to take some action we had to set a date we had to come and do it right so that's the action what is the action you need to take you can't obtain anything without action. All right, so that's what two stands for. To get, let's go. Bam, let's get it in. Look, keep your mind right. Stay focused. Unleash your greatness. Be next to get your success. Let's go. Everyone, everyone can be next to get theirs. It's about putting in that work. It's about speaking life to them. Speaking life to everyone. Like, literally, you know, my, my, my regrets are not because I didn't have a good work ethic. My regrets are because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't empower myself. I wasn't, no one was speaking life into me. So that's my purpose. That's my, my passion. I want to speak life. And, and, and hopefully I can change a few. You know what I mean? Hopefully I can in, inspire a few. And, then, and, and, as, and as I speak life, guess what? Other people are going to speak life too. So it ain't just me. Let's go. Bam, let's be next to get. Love y'all. <laughs> Welcome to Conversation Peace, Larry Williams. Thank you for having me. Tell us about Next to Get. Ooh, ah. Uh... Next to Get is a brand that God blessed me with, first of all. Um, about six and a half years ago, um, well, actually longer than that, I, I coached a basketball team called N2G, eighth grade basketball team. And uh, N2G stood for Next to Get. Um, a friend of mine, uh, you know, had the name. He's been, he's from Philly. Um, and he thought, of, you know, he came up with that. He used to always tell people he's next to get some new shoes or something like that. So, um Years later, uh, you know, I was kind of just not 
feeling like I was in my right place, not feeling like I was doing the right things. Had a good job, but wasn't happy. And I went in my closet, seen the N2G shirt, and I started, you know, first shirt I made was Next to Get Millions. And uh, then I was like, oh, this is a great idea. Next to Get a Greatness, Next to Get MVP, Next to Get Millions, Next to Get Beast Mode. I'm like, oh, everybody gonna wanna be Next to Get. And did a website, you know, thought shirts were gonna sell and nothing happened. And um, that's when it really started the process of, you know, I didn't wanna give up. I, Everything in my prior, uh, in my early ages, I gave up on things. I quit. Um, I took the easy route. And I was like, nah, this is something big. And so I kept, you know, uh, coming up with different T-shirt ideas, actually changing the, the design. And um, and then one day I was in the mirror, in the, in the bathroom, in the mirror, and I had a Next to Get Blessed shirt on. And I literally heard God say, how am I going to bless you if you're not living right? And so that's when I really started to work on me. And that's when the brand started to evolve because, first of all, you if you quit, you can't be next to get your success. But it also, I started living it. You know, and then I came up with breaking down each letter and it was like, whoa, this is, it's not just, you know, a word, it actually means something. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you want to break it down right now, but I can okay, break well, it down. Well, you know, before, before, before you break down each letter, okay, we break down each letter, What's next to get mission? What what do what do you what do you guys what 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 is your goal, the the, the company's goal? To inspire um, people to be next to get their success, but it's about the process and it's about um, really becoming a better you. Because if you become a better you, then obstacles become easier. Um, and 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 it's really about you know communicating. It's about finding the positive. It's about controlling your thoughts. It's about um, learning knowledge. Um, it's about taking action because without any action, you can't do anything. Um, and it, it's really about the journey. It's about, you know, from, from someone young thinking of where they want to be in, in their forties and then someone in their forties, just like, man, I can be next to get my success if I start now. So it doesn't matter where you are in life. It's, but when are you going to start? And, and it's, it's about, when I, when I teach a class or do anything, it's really focused on you. You know what I mean? How can you be better? Because if you're better, then your brand or your idea or school or whatever will become better as well. So um, the main focus is uh, for you to become a better person and know that everyone goes through obstacles. You know what I mean? I, I was young. I thought it was just me too. But everyone goes through obstacles. So that's the purpose of it. Like we said in, in, the, in the introduction, you, you work with high school students. Yes. How do you, where, do you, where do you go to find your clients? Um, in the beginning, it was church. And then I started going to high school basketball games, high school football games, and just kind of running into, um, you know, different kids, going to different uh, youth events and, and mingling and, and talking to kids and exchanging my card and, um, you know, just, you know, getting to know people, uh, building those relationships. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a, I guess one thing that God has put on me is to, you know, when I, when I start to talk to someone, I, I share my story um, or certain parts of my story, depending on who I'm speaking with. And that really kind of starts that relationship. Um, I know for me, when I was younger, a lot of my uncles or people wanted to tell me stuff, man, ask me how I'm doing. And I would always say I'm good. And they would try to give advice. But in my head, 
I'm thinking they never went through what I'm going through because they never told me anything they went through. So I feel like sharing our information opens the door for people to, you know, be open with you. So, um, but just, man, I can be out in the street. I met someone the other day at the car wash. <laughs> so it just started, not not, a, not someone in high school, but a, a young man and, and, you know, we chopped it up and talked about marriage. And uh, I mean, it was, it was really an intimate conversation. And I, I, I left so joyful because it was like, man, that should happen all the time. Like we should be doing that all the time. So that was pretty cool. Right, because you had said in in the pre-interview that men need to get together and share each other's stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 but we got to get to the point where we're not ashamed of our stories. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's, you know, it's our experience. It's, it, we shouldn't be ashamed. I was too, so I get it. I used to not want to say nothing, but um, you know, being, when you start to become a better you and start to really work on yourself with God and start to really, um, come up with ways to be better and look at situations and say, man, what could I have done better than that? Then the sharing your story for me at least becomes easy, um, because you know, you can help someone else. So you told us where you got the name from next to get, and we know that you work with, with students. Yes. And is it is it just high school students or or no, I've done uh, camps for third and uh, well eight six six year olds to eight year olds. Um, I've done a next to get bully free class for a whole sixth grade um, uh, sixth grade class at Westchester Lutheran. I've done a next to get uh, success class at um, actually at Westchester Lutheran as well for seventh graders. So, um, and those were girls, actually, all girls were in, in the seventh grade class. Um, I think my, for me, my focus is the youth, whether I, I probably would rather focus on middle school and high school. Um, I think they're more, you know, relatable <laughs> to what I have to say, at least. Um, but I just love, you know, speaking life. And, you know, when I did the uh, six to eight, six to eight year olds, I keep saying it wrong, I focused on listening. And what do we listen with? We listen with our eyes and our ears. And so the camp was like amazing. The parents were like, you need to do this every weekend. Um, and it was, it, was, it was really good. Um, and I actually got the idea from my son because, you know, I got to work on his listening skills. So um, it was something I called it next to get greatness because greatness starts even then. And so that was really powerful. And, and that really got me into thinking about doing programs, actually doing that first one last year. So that was uh, impactful to me and them, um, and hopefully more to come. Of course, all of our lifestyles have, have changed with us yes. in the COVID-19 pandemic. How, yes. how are you switching gears and, and, and servicing your, your students because you can't go to the schools? What are, what are you doing? And how, and how do you keep them motivated during the pandemic? So um, I remember, uh, the first week I was like, wow, you know, during the pandemic when school started closing and, and jobs started shutting down, I was like, wow, what am I going to do to, you know, hang out with the kids, church is closing, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to see anybody. And uh, I went to Zoom. It was like, do Zoom calls. And and not even that, I, I did Zoom calls, but I had special guests. I had a three-time Super Bowl champion join the call. I had um, some people from uh, that, that, that do um, commercial real estate join the calls. 
I had a guy who does, uh, who manages NBA players' finances join the call. All the, and, and, and what was so awesome about it is when I asked them, they were like, absolutely. And that's, I think, related to everything they've been seeing me do. Um, and it was just like, yeah, I'll do the call. And, you know, I had a pastor join the call. And, um, and, and I think hearing those different stories, hearing different people talk, motivated them as well. And so um, that was not even knowing that that, that was going to happen. Or, uh, you know, because I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know if they were going to say yes, no. I didn't know if the kids were going to join. <laughs> so, but I did it, and they joined, and, and uh, we had some great calls. We had a call pretty much every week uh, up until three weeks ago. Um, we've had a call. So um, it's been pretty awesome. Right. And, we're, and of course, we're, we're on Zoom right now. And... Zoom has become everybody's best friend, um, <laughs> husband, wife, <laughs> mama, daddy, <laughs> during during the pandemic to keep us to keep us connected and keep and keep business going. We're going we're going to be talking to 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 Daylon later l- later on in in the show, and he'll be able to tell us firsthand about distant learning. But what have you been doing? with with the students just to keep them motivated and i know you have you have the zoom calls you know with the different speakers at the beginning of the pandemic how long did it take you to switch gears to the zoom call was it a month was it a no it was within that first week week and a half um, oh wow I, I sent them an email or text not you know text message and they were like yeah and, and then it, we just started in the first couple of uh, calls were just me, and then I started reaching out to people, and and you know during this time I, you know I told them my experience, you know as far as what I thought we can do because this is a time where you're gonna be stuck at home, you know with your families, and hopefully you don't kill your families. <laughs> because, <laughs> but I was like, this is the best time to work on you, like there's not you know what I mean there's nothing else we can do. So if you don't read a lot, read more. Um, if you're into sports. It doesn't mean you can't work out. You know, I got a guy who plays for Venice High, and he was he called me and was like, man, he was mentally upset that he might miss his senior year of football. And I told him, man, you need to – well, first I, you know, sympathize with him. But then I told him, like, this is, this is the time where you show other coaches that I don't need to be at the, the school to work out. I can work out now. And when they see you, they're going to be like, wow, he's been putting in that work. So – you know, again, it's, it's about being, what can we do to become better? Because, um, you know, this is a weird time. I, it's something that we might not even see again, especially in our lifetime. But I feel like God, you know, for the people that have faith, it's, this is a time that you can really, you know, re- we realize church is not at the, at the church you go to either. Church is at home. So why not realize that you can still work on you? Like if, if, if there's nothing else you can do, do right now is working on you so that's kind of what I motivated them and then I share my story of what I'm doing um, I think the one thing that a lot of people will give advice but they're not saying what they're doing like I'm doing this too you know I'm becoming a better dad I'm, I'm doing more stuff with my wife and you know um, I'm working from home you know what I mean so um, I share what I'm going through the good and the bad so I think that is probably what helps motivate them as well right the acronym. So what, what, what's, what's the breakdown of, of the acronym, next, next to get? 
So next to get stands for the N and next to get stands for next, meaning you have to find the positive to figure out your next move, right? If you stay focused on the negative, you're going to be stuck. E is for empower. We got to be our biggest cheerleader. We have to believe in ourselves. It's great to have support, but you got to believe in yourself. The X is for X factor, and that's our minds. Our minds are powerful. They can either help us or hurt us. The T is for transformation. So as you start to figure out your next move, as you start to empower yourself, as you start to use your X factor, you start to transform. You start to realize it's going to take some discipline, some commitment. The number two in next to get stands for you plus the action you need to take equals two. You can't gain, you can't obtain, you can't get anything without action. The G is for growth, and that's becoming a better you. Um, every year we should want to be a better, better us. Uh, the E is for earn. And, um, you know, the one thing, I, I love social media, <laughs> but the one thing that's bad about social media is we see stuff and we want it, but we don't want to put in the work. We got to earn what we, what we get. And, and then T is for thrive. And I really say for thirst, because I want you to thirst for your next move. I want you to thirst for empowerment. I want you to thirst for your X factor. I want you to thirst for transformation. I want you to thirst for action. I want you to thirst for growth and then thirst for earn. And when you do that, then you get to thrive. And that's when you realize what am I next to get? So it's about the process and the journey of really of life and everything we go to. But the main thing too, is I, I focus on them doing something they love. Like, you know what I mean? And if you can do it, if you love to do it, then it's, it makes the process easier. <laughs> um, so that, that's a, a big part of the program as well. Next to get, and of course, uh, we, we are going to talk about Larry's backstory conversation piece family as as you are are listening because we already um, said in the intro that he was a former gang member and he went from doing time to to founding next to get so we know we know this is going to be a story right here we're going to get to that and in the in, in the next in the next segment and actually you know what let's go ahead and and take a break right now and when we come back we will talk about your, your background. Um, some, some of the quotes that, that I'm reading is from Next to Get website. Life is a journey. We all know it's not always a straight and easy one. Everyone has a story to tell, played with different characters, ups and downs, and obstacles to overcome. I am your host, Angela Birdsong, with Larry Williams of Next to Get who will tell us about the obstacles he overcame, jail, drugs, and gangs, when we return. You are listening to Conversation Piece on Radio Justice. Do we bask in sin? Pass the chin. I'm 
mix it with American blood Then bash your men You crippin' or you married to blood I'll ask again Oops, accident It's nasty when You set us up, then roll a dice Then bet us up, you overnight The big rifles, then tell Fox to be scared of us Gang members or terrorists, etc, etc America's reflections of me That's what America does It's not a play Welcome back to Conversation Piece. I am your host, Angela Birdsong, with my guests, Larry Williams and Daylon of Next to Get, where they practice life is a journey to becoming a better me. Larry, so we, we got the background on, on Next to Get, and we now we need your background. Oh, my goodness. With, what were you doing before you were choosing to become a better you? Are, are, are starting to understand the process. Just like you have said that, that we, we need to share our stories because your uncles right. didn't share their stories. And right, you're like, right. uh, they, they, they don't even understand what I'm going through. So right. what's your story, man? So just a quick overview. Um, you know, I, I, I was born up north in Oakland. I moved out here when I was about three to LA. Uh, moved back to Oakland when I was about 11. And then my mom got on drugs around that time. And so from that age, uh, I ended up living with um, like six different families. I went to four different high schools. So I learned how to adapt. Um, the problem was I had no identity. So I was adapting to whoever I was hanging with. You know what I mean? So I had a lot of best friends. And if they were doing good things, I was doing good things. If they weren't, then I, you know, I was doing what they were doing. Um, I moved back to uh, L.A., after my um, senior year of football, and I graduated from Fairfax High. Um, after I, when I moved back out here, you know, in Oakland, it really wasn't about gangs. Um, it, it, moving out here was, you know, all about gangs in the 1990s. And um, so I, after high school, I ended up, you know, graduating six months later. I ended up meeting up with some friends I knew from when I was younger, um, but I was focused on football. So I was going to Glendale College and, and, and pursuing my dream. And then my mom uh, wanted me to work full time. And that messed me up because I'm like, wow, you're still not going to support me. And just for a little background, my mom and dad never came to any of my high school games. So, and I was good. So I never had any support there. Um, well, I had support. I just didn't have support I was looking for. Um, so when she said that, I was, I was hurt. And um, you know, my coach called me and left me voicemail saying, hey, man, call me back. We can work something out. This is why the brand is so important to me, because back then I didn't even call him back. I was so focused on my mom not supporting me. I didn't even try to find out what he might have in plan for me, what else I could do to reach my dream. I just gave up. I didn't try to find the positive. I focused on the negative and that was it. And then I went to doing what my friends were doing. And that was, you know, they were in the gang and then I got into selling drugs and then I got into doing robberies and I mean and this is all within like a two-year span or less and um I mean it was it, some of the things I was doing was insane in shootouts um you know I end up shooting someone in a robbery like it you know these things people might you know see on tv I've actually experienced these and um and I used to pray before my robberies like literally I would pray 
<laughs> Literally, I would pray before my robberies. And um, and I remember the last robbery I did, uh, you know, I prayed because this was going to be the last one. And I was moving back to Oakland because my mom got back on drugs and I I can't do it, do this no more. Um, but it's funny, I, I feel like God knew if I got away with it, it wouldn't have been my last robbery. So some things went totally wrong and that was my last robbery, but I was blessed to not get caught. And um, that was one of the, the the things that stopped me from doing, you know, bad things. I, I didn't want to sell drugs anymore. I didn't want to gang bang anymore. Even though I still hung with my homies, I didn't, that wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. Um, but I didn't have an identity to get myself out. Um, years go by, I start going back to church. Uh, you know, I used to go down the block bumping Kirk Franklin. And the homies would be like, what are you doing? But I didn't care. Um, ended up, you know, meeting my wife. I got married in 2001. A month later, one of my best friends is killed. And um, he actually called me an hour before he was killed. And I felt like I should have went to pick him up. I even asked him, man, you want me to come get you? And he said no. But I felt like I should have just went to get him anyway. And then I get a call an hour later that he, he was killed. And, you know, my friends wanted to go retaliate. And then because I didn't want, I knew I couldn't do that. Like I knew I, I had done too much to, like God wasn't going to give me another chance if I did something else wrong. So I knew I couldn't do it. But instead of telling them that, I said, you know what, man, I, if we don't know exactly who did it, I can't do it. But holding that inside and not being able to tell the truth made me end up getting on drugs and, you know, just living a whole different life for about three years. Um, my wife left me. Um, I mean, I hit rock bottom. I didn't have anything. I lost my stuff in storage. I lost everything. Lost, as a matter of fact, my oldest son, I had just got back in my life, and then I lost him because, of course, I was on drugs, so my main concern was drugs. Um, so I uh, hit rock bottom. You know, God took that from me, got myself back together. My wife came back started, you know, pursuing, um, be, you know, started to be better and still wasn't, um, you know, happy. <laughs> like I, it was still something missing and I didn't know what it was. Like, you know, me and my wife would argue and argue and argue. And it was like this anger I had in me. Um, and like I said, you know, I kind of told you how, how I found next to get, and it was because I felt like there was something else God wanted me to do. I just didn't know what it was. And the crazy part is, People have been telling me since I was younger that, man, you're going to be a speaker. And I was like, uh, nope. <laughs> like, so I've been running from that all these years, thinking to myself, all the stuff I did, no way you want to hear me speak. But that's actually why I should, you know, I can speak because I can relate to people. I can share my experiences. And that's what makes it powerful. And that's what helps me build relationships. So um, that's just a short story <laughs> of what I've been through. But um, you know, being able to, to, to talk to men um, and, and help them through their marriages because of the things I went through, um, being able to talk to young men, um, it's just been an amazing journey. And it's, it started with the brand and with God showing me the brand and, and just the, the, consistent, the consistency that I had to keep going and not give up. That is why I feel like Next to Get is such a, a God thing because I mean, it, it's, it, it's just so much of the process that changed my life. Um, and it's just, it's, uh, it's, a bit, it's been amazing. You said that your, your parents weren't, weren't supportive. 
did did they have a turnaround as as you had a turnaround or or what, how Me? is your relationship with your parents now oh we're great we're great now um you know, even me and my dad went, we probably went over 20 years without seeing each other. You would never know that. We're like, God restored all that. We're like best friends. We hang out. Um, you would have never thought we went that long without seeing each other. And, and it's so funny. We do a lot of the same things. And I remember like, man, I didn't even seen you that much, but I have so many things that he does. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, me and my mom have been, you know, we've had our ups and downs, but we've always been close. When when you started next to get, what did what did your parents say? They were like, oh, "Okay, uh, here we go <laughs> or again," or or what, what were they? You know, what 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 did, what did they think? You know, it was it was it was different around this this. Um, I think we've all matured. Um, I think you know my mom and dad know probably what they have done wrong as well. Um, so they really uh, been supportive of. Um, you know, whether it be helping me buy something, you know, get the trademark. Um, they've been very supportive, very supportive of coming to, you know, my mom always wants to come to a school if I'm speaking. Um, you know, they watch the videos. So um, they've been very supportive, very. And, and when you were doing drugs and, and gangs and robberies, and did you ever do time in jail? I did, like months nothing nothing wrong oh, okay but you know look i want to be in there for a day <laughs> so. no, I, no, I tell you. I mean, this, and this is a just a, a quick little story of how good god is um my mom had just got herself back together this is i was probably like 19 and she had just you know got herself back together and um i took some friends to do a robbery i didn't do it and um they ended up getting caught and of course i got caught because i was sitting in my car um and uh you know went to court my bill was like a hundred thousand dollars my mom came she was the only mom there she came she spoke for me and she was like can you let him come with me and the judge was like well i can't let him come with you but what i can do is i can drop his bill from one hundred thousand to to five thousand and then i was able to bail myself out so and i was able to fight the case outside instead of being inside so um, you know, just, just those things like, you know, I, I didn't know it then, but when I look back, like he's always been in my life and he's always been, um, you know, a shield for me and, and there's a reason. And so I'm trying to do my part to give back. Wow. Wow. So, so, so many different things when, when you said, you know, your bell was set at a hundred thousand, there's no, no way. When no they way. set their bell, they, they had no intentions of, of letting you um, go home. How old were you then? You said you were 19. I was, I was either 18 or 19. 18 or 19. 19. And, and at that point, your, your mom was sober mm -hmm. and came there. Well, has she been sober ever since? Or does she have another? No, she ended up getting back. Um, so she's been sober 23 years now. Um, but yeah, she ended up... Uh, falling back uh, a couple of, I think once or twice more. Um, and, and, and when, and when she fell back, where is, did you continue making wrong choices? Oh yeah. Yeah. I made wrong choices up until, um, till my oldest son was born. So I was 21, 22. And that's when I was like, man, I, I want to be a part of his life. I didn't want the same thing to happen with me and my dad. Um, 
So I knew I couldn't do anything that would make me go to jail, but yet I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I, like I said, I'd already given up on football. So, um, you know, I didn't think I should go back to that. But, and that's the other thing I try to tell these kids too, is even if whatever sport you're playing and you don't make it, there's so many other things you can do within a sport, you know, whether it be radio, whether it be, you know, physical therapy, whether it be, you know, a coach. Um, so there's so many other things you can still do to be part of that sport. You just might not be the player. Um, and, you know, I wish I'd have even thought that back in the day, but, um, you know, I, I, at least I can do my part to help, help some other kids to, to realize that. So what, what, was the fi- what was the final straw to turn your behavior? And, and, and of course, I'm listening to your story. You, you know, you had, you know, you had something, you, you had a final straw to make a turnaround in, in your marriage. But what was the final straw as a young man when you said, I'm not, you know, you said you did your last robbery. You, you, you prayed before you did it. Oh, wait a minute. So before I even ask that, what were you praying about before you would go and do a robbery? Lord, don't let, you know, anything wrong happen. Um, I even said, you know, they got insurance. I'm not trying to hurt nobody. This money ain't, you know, I, I came up with excuses, you know, like this, this money, ain't, they, they gonna get the money replaced anyway. Um, you know, trying to justify what I was doing. But, you know, really the main thing was not to hurt anybody and not for me to get hurt. And the crazy part, I was doing them without, without bullets. Like I never really planned on, you know, <laughs> doing anything like that. So. Yeah, no I, bullets in your gun. I've done, well, I've done a couple of them with no bullets. The last one, I actually ended up, uh, and you know, I got to tell you the story because okay, uh, okay, it's unbelievable. So, the last robbery I I did the night before, a friend of mine came who who I know, but he is not like one of my main guys. But he came to the to the block and he was like, "Man, let me use your gun." And I was like, "No, I got something to do with it tomorrow." And he was like, "Man, I'll bring it back." And I was like, "It don't have no bullets anyway." And he was like. Well, if you let me use it, I'll bring it back with some bullets. And so he did. And so the next day I go to this store the next morning and, you know, I, I kind of already know the situation. So I have the manager, I'm walking them back and something tells me to look out the window. And I look out the window and I see a car. Now the store is open, right? So of course a car is going to pull in. Uh, I see the car pull in and it, and then it, and then it parks right in my view and a security guard gets out. I'm like, what? And it's not no like regulars. This is a full blown like cop security guard. And I'm like, Whoa. So I leave the manager. I go to the front, I meet him there. And, um, you know, I ask for his gun. He starts to hand it to me right before he hands it to me. He pulls up and we start tussling. And then somehow, I don't even know, but we end up outside. And um, his gun's pointed in the air. My gun is pointed down towards him. And uh, I'm looking at this street, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, waiting for sirens. I hear the people screaming. And, um, and then I, I, I pull the trigger three times, and he falls. And I have his gun and my gun. And then I walk across the street. I get in my car, and I leave. Watch the news, nothing. Get newspapers, nothing nothing so I'm like what so two years later I get a call from a friend of mine and she's like hysterical because her store just got robbed she's like oh my god it was so scary 
and I calmed her down. And then she said, but my friend was like, this was nothing. And her, she starts telling me her friend's story. It's my story. Whoa. Like, it's my story. And she's going on and on and on. And she gets in. And I said, well, what happened to the security guard? She's like, oh, I don't know. So I'm like, well, can you find out? And she calls me a couple of days later and said that the bullet just grazed the shoulder. And so I thought for that, you know, that time that I could have, you know, killed someone for doing their job, really. And uh, it haunted me. And um, I'm about to get emotional now. Um, right. You know, even, even that happened when she said um, that it grazed the shoulder. It was a relief, but it was still almost, I felt like, okay, God, he helped me through that, but now I can't do nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I can't ask him for nothing. You know what I mean? I felt like I was just um, on my own. And um, and I, I think that's what kind of haunted me in a, in a lot of ways because I felt like I couldn't do great because of you know, all the things, all the bad things I got away with. And, um, you know, so God finally revealed to me that those are the reasons that I am here. And, and uh, you know, and I'm, and I'm trying to, again, like I said, do my part. But that was the last straw for sure. That <laughs> right, right. The last straw. Whoa! Wow! 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 And and no turning back. No turning back. No turning back. Just kept pushing until you got the the revelation to to do next to get when you opened up the closet, like you said, um, in, in, um, in the earlier segment. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, one one thing's for sure. Well, one thing's for sure. You have a, a, a too much stuff going to surprise you. Do that. That no, will come no. out out of your 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 students' mouth and what their situations are. You you clearly are the right guy to to hear their stories and mm-hmm. to to guide their steps to let them know. Put yourself in the right mindset. So that when you have different obstacles, you will continue on your path and continue to choose, make the right choices. And if you make some wrong choice, because we all make mistakes, whatever, you know, huge ones, small ones, um, life-changing ones, but to, to get back on course or to stay on, on course and clear, and clear yeah. those hurdles. And one more thing, because I'm very, I'm very blessed. Um, and I know that now, um, but I have a friend, I have, a, I mean, a lot of friends that, you know, did the same thing I did and they didn't, you know, they're in jail, one of them doing double life. And then I have another friend that was killed. So, um, everyone does it. Like I, that's why I feel so blessed to be able to share my story because everyone didn't get to share theirs, you know what I mean? And, and, um, you know, so I, I don't take it for granted. Uh, I did. I don't take it for granted. Um, and I, I, it's a passion of mine to be able to help as many young men and, and just men, period, um, to overcome our minds. Because that's really what had me locked up, was was my mind and how I was thinking and, and uh, you know, wanting to do the, the things to get quick money. And, and quick money is never good. Um, so, um, yeah, I <laughs> just wanted to say that. Right, right. Well, you know, we're gonna take we're gonna take a break, and we're going we're gonna get to hear Daylon's story, 
And yeah, yes, yes. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. I'm Angela Birdsong, and you are listening to Conversation Peace on RadioJustice.org. We'll be right back to hear Daylon's story and why he is next to get success and greatness. Amen. World is yours. The world is yours. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Whose world is this? It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. I sip the dumb pee, watching Gandhi till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes. All the words past the margin. The whole of mic I'm throbbing. Mechanical movement. Understandable smooth shit that murderers move with. The thief's theme. The Play me at night, they won't act right. The fiend of hip hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe. The mind activation. React like I'm facing time. Like Pappy Mason with pins I'm embracing. Wipe the sweat off my dome. Spit the phlegm on the streets. Sway Tim's on my feet. Makes my cipher complete weather cruising in a six cab. I'm on tarot deep. I can't call it. The beats make me falling asleep. I keep falling, but never falling six feet deep. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. Success is different for everyone, but everyone can be next to get theirs. Welcome back to Conversation Peace on RJLA. I am your host, Angela Birdsong, with my guests, Larry Williams and Daylon of Next to Get. Daylon, we've been waiting patiently to hear your story. How did you get connected with Next to Get? I got connected with Next to Get. I got connected with Larry, I'll say maybe two years ago at church. Just at church, he was one of the mentors at church. And, you know, we kind of just, we had, I don't know, we just bonded real cool, real quick, too. So you met him at church. Mm -hmm. Did you know that he had a a mentor program for, for students called Next to Get? No, not not right away. Not right away. How did you find out about it? When when, when did he tell you about it? Mm, I don't remember exactly, but it wasn't too long after I met him. And when he told me, I was like, I thought it was just like his T-shirt. Like he just had like a T-shirt company. So, but then when I learned the meaning and I got to hang with him more, I seen what it was, what it was about. So, you know, it, it it didn't take long before I figured out what he was about. What about the things that you've learned in Next to Get? What what it has Next to Get done for you? Next to Get the Next to Get has been actually been building me. Like building me. It's making me wise. I say that's the biggest thing. Wise. When I talk to Larry, I can feel it. Like I'm I'm I, I think about things before I do it. Um, when I'm in the wrong, I can now admit I'm in the wrong and then move on and just do things better and, you know, have tunnel vision on what I want for my life. That's what Next to Get has given to me, gives me tunnel vision 
and also it's helped me come closer with God too, really. Before I wasn't as big in it, or it's always been in my family, but I wasn't as big in it. But just working with them and seeing what prayers do and being patient and you know, it's 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 helped me a lot though. It's helped me a lot. Thanksgiving's helped me a lot. I don't know where I would be without Larry in my life or next to me. Honestly. Oh, that's that that's huge. That that's huge. And how does next to get help you during the pandemic with distance learning, you know, learning online. I, I know that's a huge shift for for our students, for our teachers, for for everybody, right? During this shutdown, during, during this this COVID nineteen pandemic. Has how how have you been able to implement some of the tools from next to get to help you with the pandemic? Yeah, like I said, it, it's giving me tunnel vision. It's just it's making me focus on the goal in hand. So with school, if I get tired of doing my work, but I know it's due in the next two hours, like dude, you can't give up because it's gonna be a good result. Like you don't we we don't. We don't give up either. That's another thing next to get has taught me. Don't give up because if you don't give up, there's gonna be a good result at the end. So that's how it's helped me. And also, we've been we was doing uh, meetups, you know, coming together. So just the interaction and seeing people, talking to people, him motivating us and stuff like that. It's been it's been keeping me up. The Zoom calls is when he, when he was talking about meetups. He's speaking about the Zoom calls. Yeah, Zoom calls. Yeah, we had some we had some Zoom calls with some guests and you know, they give us motivation and yeah. And it's been it's been keeping us motivated. How is distance learning going? Because whenever uh we get a chance to talk to a student during this pandemic, is what what is what is the what what's happening with that for you? Online learning. It's really it's really it, it. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not good. It sucks because all your assignments are on computers, and you got to create other slides and you know do all this extra stuff. And instead of just having a paper and just getting it written, but you know you got to do it though. You got to do it. But right. It's not, it's not cool at all. I can't wait till it's over. You can't wait for it's over. Okay, so let me ask you this. So when you were in school and, and live, you know, right there with the teacher and everything, were you waiting for that to get over too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now going back, now going back, I appreciate it more. Absolutely. But yeah, you're right though. When I was in school, I wanted to get out. That is true. <laughs> right, right. Now, how, how do, what do your parents um are are you are you with your parents uh what is what is the dynamics of of your household and how do they support you in next to get i know you say you go to church with your parents but with, uh, with next to get how do they support you with this okay yeah it's just me my mom um and i have three other siblings and see we we, we moved from columbus to vegas to california once we got to columbus what Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Then we moved to Las Vegas. Um, and then we moved here to California, moved to LA, and we found the church. 
because we was going through a lot. So we needed God. We know that always, you know, brings gives us motivation, gets us back on our feet. So we went to church and I fell in the leg, but my family was still going through a lot. And because we didn't have, we don't have no family out here or nothing. Larry became family. He was helping us with a lot of stuff we was going through. Like everything was when we was going through homelessness. Larry was right there to make sure we was good all the time, all the time. When I was going to school and I had my head down because these people are picking on because I don't have enough clothes. Larry, I would go to Larry because I'm comfortable with him, and he will, he just will always help us out. Always help us out. Yeah. And he's been right there with my family building. Me and my family have been building. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen for sure. So you say you have three siblings. Are you where where are you in the birth order? Are you the oldest, the youngest? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of responsibilities doing this and that. Next to get, like you, you said, it, it keep it keeps you focused on what your goal is. What is your goal? What What is one of your goals that you want to share with us? It could be today's goal. It could be the goal that you have five years from now, 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. What, what are some goal, of your goals? My goal in mind, right? What My goal right now is to just help out with my, in the household, help out in the household. Because I know my it's it's four of us. I know my mom is working crazy and she got to worry about this person. This person. She got to worry about four people. So helping her out is one of my main goals. Another one is just finishing school and not getting distracted by the wrong things. Cause it's easy to get distracted by the wrong things. So not getting distracted by the wrong things, family. And yeah. Those two. Larry, when you have your your clients, and you know, and our clients sound so sterile, right? When when yeah. you have when you have when you have your 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 students here and next to get, you you see what some of their struggles are. And I know, I know, you know, we talked about what your mission is and what your your format is and who you guys are. How do how do you how do you keep yourself focus on what you need to do, Larry, when you come across students like Daylon who who are who are trying to just navigate through the basic things of life. I mean meeting uh Daylon um was actually uh, probably just as impactful for him as it was for me. Um you know we when we clicked and and, and started hanging out it was it was almost like a passion of mine because I seen what he was going through um, and, and his family, not just him, but all of them. And, um, you know, it was, it was crazy because I actually felt like I wasn't doing enough. And one day me and him, we were going to this group, uh, uh, men's group on uh, Wednesday, was it Wednesday nights, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, and we would just meet up just, you know, high school kids and a couple of college students and at the end, they were like, can you tell us something about someone who impacted your life? And we went around the room, and he said his grandmother, and then he said me. And I balled up and because and, um, I didn't think I was doing enough. And, you know what I mean, just to hear him say that uh, um, 
was amazing. And I just feel like it's my purpose, you know, from what I went through and I'm blessed to still be here. So God's given me a purpose and, you know, the more I can help, the more I can speak life to, that's what I love to do. Like that, just get that, that fulfills me. So, um, yeah, I, I get energy from it. Like it, it's, it's, uh, you know, hearing him and then hearing him talk good. Like he texted me last week and said, I'm next to get, uh, a scholarship. I'm next to get this. And I'm over here, like in my phone, I had to show my wife, like, you know, that is on the road. And <laughs> it was just awesome, you know, and he doesn't probably realize how much that impacts me. Like, it's just, it's such a joy to hear that. And um, again, and we don't even see each other like we usually do. And, you know, to know that, you know, the messages I send to him and, and the times we do talk, um, he gets it. And that's just, it's powerful. Things that he teaches me, a lot of other people, I'm not going to, it's like some people try to teach me the same thing, but it's just like, he, Larry knows how to speak to people. Larry knows how to get through to people. It's cool. Daylon, would you recommend next to get for others? Yeah, for anybody, for anybody. If you're going through, if you need some motivation, I'm pretty sure a lot of people need motivation in these times. Or you just want to be united and, you know, next to get. Yeah. Especially for kids for my age. I think any age. But kids my age is going to get you, like, it's going to help you set your path. You know, like, tunnel vision. That's what it is. Tunnel vision. Make sure you know what you're doing. And it's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so Larry, what's next for next to get, and and how and where where can people find you guys? Um, I am on uh, Instagram, Facebook at uh, next to get, which is N E X T, the number two, G E T dot N T G, and that's for both of those. Um, I'm on LinkedIn at Larry Williams. I'm on YouTube at next to get uh, spelled the same way. Um, uh, what's next for next to get is at this point, my, my, my you know, I did a, uh, uh, had an event called next to get United and wanted to bring people together and then kind of do something together where, you know, I got about 15 people that signed up. I got about eight people that I actually meet with and, and to put on a bigger event. Um, so that's my goal right now to try to bring, um, unity by having people be involved in, in, in an event, um, you know, to build, to build something great, um, and, and show that we can come together, not just for protesting, but to actually build each other up. Um, you know, that's the one thing I feel like, and I, and I, you know, I love that people are out protesting and, and doing that. And I think it's powerful, but we should be coming together even before something dramatic happens. Um, and, 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 and that's how we really can build each other up. So I'm trying to actually put on a bike event right now. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, everybody's into riding bikes right now. So, uh, I've been riding myself. So, um, we'll see. Um, as far as that, just really what God has, I'm, I'm I want to do his will, um, his timing and, and, and so many little things have happened that I just, get excited about. So I'm, I'm excited for the future. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Well, you guys, thank you so much.
for, for joining me today on Conversation Peace. And, you. you know, and Larry, I, don't, I, th- I know we asked, we asked Daylon basically what he's next to get. And, and he, he shared some of his goals. But what are you next to get? Briefly. There's so much. <laughs> oh, so much? <laughs> so, so, so that's why I wear you. If you see me most of the time, I'm having next to get greatness shirt on. And the reason because of that is because in my mind, I think it's a process to be great. You know what I mean? And, and it's an everyday process. And, um, and that's what I strive to be. I strive to do great things. I strive to leave a legacy for my kids and for my family. Um, and, you know, I want to be able to, you know, Day-Day knows this is, I want to be able to take youth like to Africa and, 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 and really just, you know, just to different places going camping and things like that. So what's next is, um, I believe big things. I'm living in the moment, um, allowing God to do his thing. So uh, I have a lot of, uh, um, of visions of things that are going to happen. So, um, but I believe next is going to be very huge. Okay. Okay. Well, Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for for joining me today. Thank you to my conversation piece guest, Larry Williams, founder of Next to Get and one of his students, Daylon. Serious about taking action on your dreams? Check out the website at nexttoget.n2g and on YouTube under Next to Get. Thank you to Leslie Radford, Adam Rice, Nicole Johnson, Michael Washington of MWASH So for the opening and closing theme song. And always you, our RJLA family. Rate Just Our Radio Justice Facebook. Give us some love. Give us some likes as you listen to us worldwide anytime on radiojustice.org. I'm Angela Birdsong. Once again, thank you for allowing me to share this special experience of conversation piece on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call with you. Remember to be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be brave, be courageous, and let all that you do be done 